welcome to episode 107 of Inside the Cage. Big Mark, how are you? I'm good, mate. How's yourself? Aye, no bad, mate. No bad. Can I grumble? Well, we're half a day, aren't we? Nice wee day off work, so. Aye, any day off work's a good day off work for me. Of course it is, mate. Like, um, any day off work's a good day for MD, to be honest, so. Depends if you really like your job, I suppose. I know, but you've always got to have a day off. It's good to get time just to chill and do hee-haw. Very true, mate. Very true. How's things with you? Ah, man, all good. Honestly, mate, it's been... This I took Thursday, Friday off work. No, that's a nice wee long weekend, so it's been smashing. Good. You do anything? Played golf on Thursday. First round of the year. Did you? How did you do? Um, what did I hit? It's under 90 anyway, I can't remember. Because the last two... The last two holes, it started pushing down, and I couldn't be asking my scorecard at my poker. Do you know it was freezing rain and the wind was hitting you in the face and my hands were in my pocket so I'm like I, I can't no, I don't give a fuck but it was under 90 because I was like 77 with 2 to play or something so it's really good not bad I played quite well because I don't know my first round and I had some fucking absolute duffers so how do you play with your dad? yeah I just played with my dad mate so done that and then um, Thursday then had a wedding on Friday so how was the wedding? Ah, it was alright mate um you can't obviously do anything, there's no... You could have a meal, actually, allowed meals and drinks and all that now, but they didn't bother because they thought they were only getting, like, 20 at the wedding anyway, so they didn't even bother doing anything like that because, obviously, it got up to 50, so we were getting invited, so it was quite good that way, but it was weird being in people, so there loads of people indoors. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to wear masks or anything like that. Mm-hmm, okay. Um... Weird, but aye, no, mate, it was good to get, seemed like a bit of normality, do you know what I mean, so. Always good to get back to some sort of normality, mate. That was a thing, it was quite good, man, and that was that, so, you done much your weekend? Yeah, well, went out for dinner, which was absolutely brilliant, and then out for breakfast this morning, which was class as well, and it's just nice to actually be able to get out and do things. That's right, we went to Prezzo on Friday night, just for a wee, a wee munch, man, it was just good to go and get somebody else to cook a meal for you and stuff like that. Not to uh, worry about dishes. Ah, uh, exactly. I mean, that's it. That's it. Just, I mean, we we went down to a place we like, but it was. I mean, if it was alright. It wasn't earth shattering, mate. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know what I was. I wasn't expecting much. It was just good food, but just nice to just no cook and no clean up and just come home and just vegetate, man. It was. Yeah, it was really good, man. Good, man. I can't good. wait for a couple of weeks to go out and get a beer, mate. That's what I'm buzzing for. Yeah, me too, mate. Hopefully, I get something organised for the the night of the Champions League final. That'd be ideal. Well, fingers crossed, mate. It's a bank holiday weekend that weekend as well, so. Oh, it's an English bank holiday, so maybe not affect as many people as. Because um, I don't get it, so. Mm. I'm surprised you don't get it if it's an English bank holiday. How? Well, you work for a government contractor, so you would expect you would get it. Yeah, we get Scottish holidays just as normal. Doesn't matter. It's a... The sites to we work for it just depends on where you are within the country and you get so what, what holidays there. Huh? What eight what eight do you get then? Uh, September weekend. No fuck who gets September weekend? Me. That's um, the most thing I've ever held. To New Year. Christmas. I know that. No, I, I was asked, I just right. what was the miss, what was the missing one? The missing one September. That just doesn't make any sense to me, man. Classical holiday, it's always been it's a traditional business, isn't it? So 
Mm. I don't like the traditions are kept through the business. Anyway, let's get started because we've rabbit right. for another oh, five minutes. Video and I just wasted five minutes talking absolute shit there for no reason. Apologies, trips, apologies. Right, we'll get back to the MMA. Right, busy show tonight, so we've got a lot going on. Um, we've got to look back at UFC from the weekend. There's also PFL from the weekend. I think not Friday. Thursday. PFL Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, and then um, there was one on Wednesday. One on Friday, Wednesday. Obviously, this is how they're lining up now. So you're going to have one PFL, Bellator, UFC, um, eventually. MMA every night of the week, man. It'd be class Pretty if you really good. If you had the time big, to watch it. Your big organisations, within they're not overlapping, which is the best way, the way it should be, mate, to be honest. Um, so yeah, all that to look back for the weekend. And then looking forward to this weekend, there's UFC, Bellator, and PFL as well. So there's another three. So we'll just rattle through as much as we can. Finish with the news and Mark's fight announcement of the week. So, we'll start with the big one, the big hitters. Uh, UFC on ESPN, Reyes versus Prochaz... Pro, will they say Prochazka? But it's... I suppose it is Prochazka. Prochazka, isn't Prochazka? I don't know. I don't know how you'd pronounce it, but... Any checks, the guy, listen, the guy with the best, The guy with the best haircut ever. Oh, uh, also, okay. also known as UFC on ESPN 23 and UFC Vegas 25. From the Apex, still no fans in Vegas. Headlined by, obviously... Dominic Reyes, who, by the way, I just totally forgot this, but when I was listening to the broadcast on Saturday night, it was his last two fights have been title fights, and he's now fighting a guy who is fucking mental, um, fighting against Yuri Prochaska. Um, wow, man, this was tasty. It was sensational, mate. It was totally... It was just... It was just oh. It was just so out there. It was. He I'm not saying he planned to do it, but he does. He knows what he's doing. He's in the flow, and he just knows what he's doing at every moment. And it's just, it's the way this guy finishes people is fucking scary. I think was it was it Woodley before the fight? Basically, I was listening to you. Woodley says like, look, I think Pachazga's going to win it. No reason why I think it's going to win because I think he's going to finish Reyes. Otherwise, Reyes will win the fight. I think you probably could have seen it going that way. If Reyes was able to actually stand up for a full twenty five minutes, he'd have won the fight. But Pachazga can just finish people for absolutely nowhere. And this was just sensational, mate. It really was, man. It was just, it was unbelievable. And the man is a fucking lunatic. His hair was, uh, after, I thought he actually had a dildo on his head or something like that, to be honest. I didn't know what he had in his head. It was just fucking mental. He's mental. His finishes are mental. And it's mental to think that the 99% chance that he'll be in a title fight next against Big Blahovich, man, it's just fucking... The whole thing's mental. It's just mental. It really is. It's It, it was amazing, mate, Like to watch two guys who are similar but extremely different at the same time, similar stature. I think Prachaz looked a bit bigger, but it's kind of height-wise, they're kind of similar looking, right, for light heavyweights, but to be totally different styles. I mean, listen, you know, I was trying to think about right? I was trying to think of a way to explain this, and I come up with a way, right? Seeing these old-fashioned movies where you've got, like, a king, and a king picks a champion to fight on his behalf, right? See if you'd pick Pachazka. See if you'd pick Pachazka. You'd be sitting there, like, covering your eyes, going, oh, my God, what have I done? Because he literally, he fights like, he, he fights like, he fights like Neds used to fight in the park. Hands doing like that. Come on, then, fuck, come on, then. Come on, then. Hands doing like, I don't care if you hit me, I'll hit you harder. That's exactly how he is. A bit like your analogy with football. I don't care if a team against us score four as long as we score five. That's kind of like him. You hit me as long as I can hit you harder afterwards. I don't care. He's mental, mate. He's absolutely terrifying. The, the fact that his hands are doing the whole fight gives me, especially against somebody 
with his good boxing as Dom Reyes. Like it's fucking Dom, hard, my good few times. Mate, fucking hard. That left hand that Dom Reyes has got is like money, mate. It's like gold. It's like Woodley's right. It's like Woodley's right hand bombs, mate. It's the similar thing. And not only did Prochaska not protect himself, but he took a couple and kept coming. Okay, he did kind of almost sit him down with one, but I mean, oh mate, the guy's an absolute animal. I think if he comes up against somebody a bit more technical and a bit cleaner, I think he might struggle. Um, but who is that? Against... What? Who is that? Well, Pavlovich. I don't know. I would say Don Reyes is the most technically gifted striker there is. I don't mean. I, I probably didn't explain that right. I don't mean offensively. I mean defensively. Like Blaovic defensively, mate, is nuts. He's crazy. He's extremely good defensively. He shut down Adesanya's offense. He shut down Reyes's offense. You know, he's he's very. Find that way. Exactly. I think if 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 Yuri Prochaska tries to spark somebody and he can't get in and he can't break that person down, I think eventually he might get a bit fed up. And I I, I love watching him. He's brilliant. I, I picked him against Uzdemir. I picked him against Reyes. I think he's super. He's so fun to watch. But I just think when you get to that elite level, obviously Reyes wasn't at that elite level. Get beat by Jones and then get beat by Blaovic. It's a similar thing here. I do not know. Listen, if Prochaska smacks Blaovic with a, a right hand or a spinning back elbow, yeah, game's a bogey, mate. New heavyweight champ, a light heavyweight champ, but I just don't, I just don't know, mate. There's something about him that just like, he just acts and comes across, and the way he fights just doesn't look like it'd be elite level for me. I think if he comes up against somebody who's got all the tools, would... I was thinking about this, and obviously thinking right, he's got to probably fight for the title next. But see, for me, see because his, <coughs> excuse me, the Blavich to share a fight is so far away in September. I want to see him fight Rakic because I think Rakic has actually got a summer skill set to Blavich and it'd be a great sell up going into the Blavich fight. I think Rakovic is uh, Rakovic? <laughs> Rakic is um defensively so defensively a good fighter as well. I mean you've seen you and I said both both of us said that Rakic I think it was his last fight, I think it was a fight before he went the whole fifteen minutes when he didn't really seem to have to. It was almost like he was trying to prove a point, like look I'm not just a knockout arse. I'm not just going to kick you in the head like I did to Manawa. I can go deep. I can go into the deep water. I can go into the, the, the end rounds. And I think that's exactly what Rakic wants to show. Again, he's defensive. He can be a bit of grappling, bit of defensive grappling. I just, I think, I don't know, man. I, I, listen, I would love to say Prohaska's going to win that belt and he's going to spark everybody out. I'd love to say it, but there's just something about him, mate. He's, he's too carefree for me. There's, he's, I mean, listen, you can't defend against a spinning back elbow. You can't. It's as simple as that. That's it. If you get hit with one of them, you're out. That's simple as that. But his pressure was good. But I don't know. I just think if he comes up against somebody who's defensively a bit better, um, that's, I think... that's why I would like to see him fight Rakic now. Yeah. Not just, not just because I'd want to see him fight. And there's such a big. You could be talking the end of the year. So if Prochaska is in the title fight next before you see him, because say Blavich and Teixeira go punch for punch, war or what. Blavic could be out for six months after that fight. You could talk in February next year. Yeah. So for me, I would like to, I want to see Pachaska fight again. Everybody wants to see Pachaska fight again. So for me, I would make the Rakic fight because Rakic for me is probably still as good a shout as Pachaska has to fight for the title. Yeah. And it's a perfect setup for Pachaska to see if he can actually deal with that defensive style. If he beats Rakic, then for me, he's got a good a chance of beating Blavic as anybody else, to be honest. I agree. I think he just needs to show. Maybe something a little bit different, mate. I just think that style again. I just don't see, see the Yuri Prochaska that fought against Dom Reyes on Saturday. I don't see him beating a Jan Blahovic. and I don't know why. It's not because of because I reckon Reyes is probably get you know good boxing power and good power and all that. And 
I just there's just something about it. A warrior. I think you've seen this before. If something starts to get a bit of a warrior, he just gets involved in it, and it's not always good. He should be able to stab him outside. Use his range, because his legs are fucking huge, man. He should have fucking tried to keep him at bay. And he didn't try and do that in the end, and it cost him, obviously, with a fucking spin. It was just an unbelievable elbow, mate. It was just sensational. It was, it was. savage, mate. It was savage. I agree with you saying about Reyes there, by the way. I do. I agree with you. Reyes seems to want to get involved in firefights and wants to get involved in wars. Problem is, he can't handle it when he gets involved. He just seems to get smothered. Like, I know Yuri was relentless and he was swinging for the houses at one point, but I don't know. Also, it was a class fight, mate. Class finish, great elbow. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it with my own eyes. I know um, they're all calling him Tony Ferguson's older, uh, you know, bigger brother because Tony's done it. But um, ah, it was, it was decent, mate. Sensational, mate. Honestly, um, I can't wait to see him fight again. I just hope, I hope we don't need to wait till maybe say next year before we see him. I really don't. I, I yeah. want to see him fight as soon as we can. I really yeah. do, man. Pardon me. Uh, Giga Chikadze. Mate, he's done it before. It's his kick. They were calling it a giga kick during the commentary, man. He's he's done it for a couple of guys. He just kicks them in left foot, left foot, right into that lever, bang. It was over, man. It's weird, mate. get position on it, it was just sensational. That's what I'm saying. If you look at the kick, he doesn't actually kick you with his foot. It's like he's trying to dig his toes into your abdomen, mate. It's not like he's actually trying to, you know... I don't know how to explain it, mate. Like, see if you try to kick something in the body, you're trying to, like, smash their ribs or something like that. You're trying to hit them with the top bit of your foot with the bone solid. He's not doing that. He's kicking and he's trying to dig his toes. And it's... Oh, man, it was horrendous. It was awful looking. You just seen the face on Cub Swanson was like, oh, you bastard. I thought it was done. I was surprised the referee... I know Cub probably would have fought, tried to fight back if he could, and obviously... But those extra punches they didn't need to take because the fight was over. Cub couldn't get Cub wasn't he getting back up again for that? He really wasn't. It, it was that bad. Um, aye, brilliant for Shikadze. Again, I want to see him maybe go and fight someday. Get a, get a proper maybe top rank ten a top ten ranked fighter. To be honest, I want to see him push on and see how good he is as well. And he, he spoke about Calvin Cater. I think yeah, yeah, Rodriguez was mentioned as well. For me, that's a couple of guys. I definitely I want to go and see him. See fight, see how good he actually is. Even going that level, no, I totally agree, mate. I totally agree. Gutted for Cub, I like, I like Cub, man. He's, a, he's, he's a bit of a legend. Yeah, I like Cub. Guys, man, I've really liked Cub. You always look at what enjoy watching him. So mm. it's funny there's like no much to talk about in that one at all. Man. It was like one. Well, kick what's a minute like... long? What else she's supposed to say about that? The thing, man, it's. I know. So hopefully, hopefully, Jakarta gets his fight. I know he first spoke with Max Holloway, but that's too far ahead, man. Thank Gator. I think yeah, you'd Rodriguez perfection. I'd actually like to see him big, big, big Sabit, but I don't know what's happened with Sabit. Apparently, he retired, but we don't know what's going on. I don't know, I heard that rumor, but I guess that'll come up in your news later. But um, yeah, strange one. Um, Kutalawa versus Dustin Jacoby. <sighs> First round domination for Kutalawa. Like, there was, like, for where there's so many decisions on this card, man, it was unbelievable. What is there? Eight decisions on the card? Yeah. There's only two finishes on the card. I know we Dilly got up as well, but it was just such a long night and some of the decisions were dubious, to say the least. <laughs> I think for me, Kutababa probably won this fight, but it wasn't a clear-cut win either. Um, I didn't see Jacoby winning two rounds, so I don't understand how somebody ended up with a draw. Well, two, judge, two judges did. So that's the thing, the 28-28 was two judges giving Jacoby... A two, two ten nines, and the first one was a ten eight. 
which I mean, the first round could have been a ten eight, mate. It could have been. I wouldn't have argued with ten eight. Nah. 10, 8, 10, 9 wouldn't have made a difference, but for me, Kutalaba won two rounds of that, mate, and I, like, I, I get it, listen, it was close, mate, so I'm, I'm not really that fussed, it's probably one of these fights that you could have argued either way, and then maybe a draw is a fair result in the end, I just hate draws, it just does nothing for either guy, it just kind of, it's pointless, there should not be draws in fights, I don't, I, I just don't, unless it's, oh, I don't know, it's a hard one, unless it's an obvious draw, but then how do you, would, that was an obvious draw, you know, you could say that was an obvious draw, but it could have been, mate. For me, Kutalaba is probably won two rounds, probably won the fight, but if, I'm not going to argue with a draw either. It's it's a weird one, that fight. Yeah. It's a very, it was, very weird one. Whereas, it was a shite. It was shite. It was a great fight, mate. I was I was disappointed in that, to be honest. Considering you've got like, the, the other... In fact, in fact, I thought the other two split decisions on the card were pretty good fights, to be honest. Like, TJ Brown versus Kai Kamaka was... That was fight of the night for me. I know Pachazga Reyes was sensational for the eight minutes it lasted, but TJ Brown versus Kai Kamaka deserved 50 grand each because that was sensational. We'll, we'll obviously get to that, but that's a shocker a decision, that one, by the way. Um, but Kutalaba... See, I don't know. I was surprised at Kutalaba in a good way here, right? I knew he would gas. Every, I mean, everybody knows Kutalaba's going to gas. If you, want to ever, if you want an absolute dead set to put your mortgage on, you put it on Kutalaba gassing. It's going to happen. But he didn't seem to gas that hard until maybe halfway through the third, or the, the majority of the third round. I thought he would have gassed after the first because he put so much in the first like he always does. And then he normally... And I was surprised, man, because second round, I thought he still looked pretty sharp. I'm not not as sharp, obviously. He's definitely sold in the second round without doubt. But I thought he'd done enough with his punches in that to actually win the second round. And I think he still proved maybe he's got a bit of gas tank. I definitely thought he started gassing. Um, he gassed pretty hard towards the end. But he's gone. He's a big, strong guy. He's fucking massive. And it's just going to happen. Kutalaba annoys me because I think he's a, there's, there's, he's a bit like one of those. many fighters like that. He seems to have all the tools, but he does just seem to put everything together at one go. Mm. or go and get finishes constantly or go on a wee run and it's a pain in the ass man you seen him you were remember Ankaliyev Ankaliya fight you were hoping right with minute he's going to go and maybe show what he's got but Ankaliyev just proved that there's levels to this game and he was just a far better fighter and Kutalabra yeah. isn't on that level no yet yeah, anyway he looks like he's got all the tools he looks the part he's a big unit he's got a big frame he looks like he's got decent boxing fucking but mad a, fucking I, shit it's like, fucking but is that a bag of badgers or something? A bag, of, a bag of hammers or something like that. You know, something like that. He, he is, mate. And I kind of I kinda get the impression, right, right? I don't know if it's just me, right? But I kind of get the impression. He's the kind of guy in the gym where you'll be training for a bit and the coach will go, Eon, we're bigging. Right, listen, this is what you should do. This is, I think this is this. He'll just go, nah, fuck you. I will go back in and start sparring like fuck. I kind of get that impression from him. He's, he's so... He thinks he's doing it right. I don't know, listen, mate, that could be absolute bullshit, but just kind of get the impression that he's maybe just, he thinks he's doing it right himself and he's happy doing it his own way because he always seems to fight the same way. But listen, it was a, a, a nothing fight, unfortunately, but, you know, that is what it is. There's a few fights on the card like that, man. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I love watching Sean Strickland, but even Sean Strickland versus Yoko was a bit of that. It was a bit of a... Um, Sean Strickland's boxing and his striking for me is fucking... His consistency in his striking is fucking brilliant. Well, he's, cla- he, he's class in the way he does it, but... His numbers weren't that high, mate. Like, I, I do understand the point. He doesn't throw wild and he doesn't throw... I mean, at one point, the percentages, I think, were like 55% and 32%, so it shows you the difference between him and Yotko, but it just... Like, I, if, if he was fighting like that and being patient and slow and hitting 70%, 80% of his punches, hitting, then fine, I get it, but 
55 percent. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know if that's a good clip or not. It's a relatively good clip. Don't get me wrong, but well, if you hit, if one, if one of every two punches is landing, it's decent, mate. For me, that's a fucking good. Aye, a good if ratio. You're throwing, if you're throwing 600 punches in a fight, not 12 punches in a fight. You know what I mean? Like he's picking his moments. And listen, I I, I think Sean Strickland on a technical level is probably one of the best. Like he's 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 got such a good brain and such a good. He never takes his eye off a target as well. He never looks off. There was only one instance where I see him look at the clock, which I thought was really strange because he always looks so laser focused. And the way he stands at you as well, he stands just straight. He doesn't stand to the side. Doesn't lead with one hand. It's unforgiving, mate. If you're if you're a fighter and you're looking and all you see is this big massive Sean Strickland for you, it must be terrifying. But I don't know, mate. That's just, I just, I just feel as if he's got all these amazing tools and just can't. He... Nah, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just me, man. I, I'm not. He was, out, uh, uh, he was out for a couple of years, obviously. The bad car cash stuff. Like that. He was out for a couple of years. He came back. I thought he was brilliant against Jack Marshman. He was really good against Brendan Allen. Got to finish against Brendan Allen. Probably should have found Shoko. I'm not going to argue with that. He probably should have found Shoko. But when you're, hit, when you're trying to hit a moving target, it's not always the easiest thing. Like so Alan and Marshman, they're going to stand in front of you. They're fucking human punch bags. They're going to stand there. Whereas yeah. Jocko, the way he does and the way he moves, I think, I thought I thought it was a good performance. I was I If he got the knockout, even better. But I was quite happy with his performance and I like watching him, so I'm not going to complain. Yeah. No, fair enough. Fair enough. What about Mad Marab? Now, this, was a, this was probably this was a great wee fight in the card, man. It was an absolutely brilliant wee tear, man. The two of them showed their everything. This was a proper MMA fight. It was as we'll talk, we'll get to TJ Brown versus Kai Kamaka, but this was a proper MMA fight. Both guys were showing that they could stand and bang, they could stand and probably point fight, if that makes sense, as in pick their punches and pick their times when they need to hit somebody. It's not always about stopping somebody out. But when it came to it, if they wanted to take each other down, they could. And it was just a really good fight. Mera probably showed that he is a better fighter than Stamen, and I really like Stamen, so he'll definitely bounce back, I think. But it was, it was just a brilliant performance to be so really, though. Did you, can you say that? Though? I'm going to say Mera just to make sure that I don't fuck it up. Um, aye, brilliant performance by Mera. It was just, aye, fair play to him, man, honestly. Really good performance. I actually really enjoyed this. I, wasn't, I was surprised because... I was rooting for Cody, and I don't know. I thought it was. I mean, it's one of these fights that probably was a bit closer than thirty twenty seven as well. Like, I mean, for me, Merab won all three rounds. I didn't have it twenty nine twenty eight to be honest. But you know, it's, we always say there's those fights that, although the guy won three rounds, it should be like a thirty twenty nine instead because it it's unfair that Cody Stamen like, looks it looks bad it's thirty twenty seven. But it was. I, I thought it was a really good fight, man. I thought it was really close. I thought the two were bright. By the end, I think Cody was a bit done in. But listen, fighting at that pace with Merab is just. Insane. I definitely. I mean, it's a, it's a tough going. Fair play to Cody for even lasting the fifteen minutes at his pace. Do you know what I mean? So he did say he'd been working on his his cardio, and I think it proved in the end that oh, even though he did kind of slow down towards the end of the fight, he was still keeping going as well at the same time. So yeah. no, good good performance for both guys. Even though Cody could be, that's the thing. Um, as you say, if if it's somebody if it was twenty nine twenty eight, even though Mario probably won all three rounds, twenty nine twenty eight seems fair as well. Yeah. It's, it's a weird one. As we were as we were I guess this is where we get. I mean, the, the the main card was relatively incident free. It was just good fights. I mean, you could say the Kutalaba result was a wee bit iffy, but not major. But you get this, there's some stuff on this the prelims that was a bit odd. You obviously get a weight cut miss. You've get a decision for me that was wrong. Um, 
You've always got a lot of accusations getting thrown about at Lu- Luana Pinheiro. I think that's where we should probably start. Honestly, without like watching it, what did you think? First off, I thought she was playing on it a bit. Right. And I still don't know. <laughs> like, I think the replays always make things look worse, and I think it makes it look fake. And I just don't know. You see her trying to up the end of the round, and she, either she's a very good actress or she did look quite dazed. I don't. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I'm not got a clue, mate. Um, no idea whether. I, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's it's weird. What do you think? Do you actually think she was out? I don't know if she was actually knocked out, but yeah, that wasn't acting, mate. I'm sorry, because I just see the way she throws her hands back and it ends up smashing herself on the canvas with her arms by her side. And okay, she rolls over, but I think that could just be a reaction, mate. You know what people are like when they got on the floor? It's a case of trying to cover up, mate. She was, mate, her eyes were rolling in the back of her head. She didn't have a clue where she was. And do you know the worst? Do you know the one thing for me that actually sings us off? I don't know if it's just her being clever, right? But see, if it was me and I was faking it, I would have asked, did I win? She didn't. She asked, did I lose? So for me, that's a totally different question, mate. That's a totally different, oh, fuck, have I lost, man? Are you kidding me on? Like, she's worried yeah, rather than, oh, coach, did I win? Like, hey, did I win? Did I fucking do it? I, I don't know, mate. I don't know if I'm reading too much into that. But see, if it's me and I'm being sneaky, I'm asking my coach, did we get the win, man? Did we do it? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm asking. I'm not asking, did we lose? Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know if it's me being a bit naive, mate, but I just, I can't, I just don't think these people are that good actors, to be honest. I really don't, mate. They, they fight for a living, and I honestly don't think anybody would, well, I don't think anybody would take a dive. There's been plenty of people in the past that have taken dives in fights, but at big levels where there's stuff to be gained, I don't think she gains anything from that because the chances are they might either run that back or they'll do maybe do something else. I just, no, I'd, 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 it doesn't do anything for Pinheiro in the end now, anyway. Um, I don't think Marcos's comments today help, um, or Marcos's comments yesterday, whatever it was. I think her accusing her of acting is ridiculous, man. I'm, I'm no for that. I'm, I don't, I don't like that shit. They're professionals at the end of the day. Um, I don't. I just, I'm no for it, man. I'm just no. I, I don't think she was acting it. I don't think she was playing on it. I don't think she was knocked out, but nobody ever, she never said she was. I think she was definitely not right. She was not okay, mate. And listen, it was a pretty severe upkick. If you watch it back, the way her head twists rounds as well, mate, it was it was nasty. And I think there's nobody's, nobody's even saying anything about that. Nobody's even saying that's an illegal shot. No, no. So it's irrelevant whether Pinheiro was acting or not. It's an illegal shot. So fuck Marcos. It's ridiculous, mate. Like, I get it's heat at the moment and heat of the fight. She maybe thought she was a, she was on her feet fine, but don't then come out and blame Pinheiro for acting. You kicked her in the face when you shouldn't have. Simple as that. There's no ifs or buts, mate. No, that's true, man. That's true. I don't like that shit. Like, see if it's see if it's accidental. Like, see if it's accidental, mate. It was an eye poke or something. Like, fair enough. I get it. If you want to start throwing the shade, but. <laughs> the crux of this whole thing it comes back to Marcos kicked her in the face that's it no 100% that's what happened and that was an illegal shot she deserved to lose the face which she can't have any arguments about it no matter what yeah um, I said sort of TJ Brown Kamaka was a bad decision I stick by that I think Kamaka beat him but what do you think I actually thought probably Kamaka won all three rounds 
I think it was, I, well, I had him two rounds. I think it was close. Like, don't get me wrong, mate. It's not a horrendous decision. It's not a, you know, a Thiago Alves versus Max Griffin kind of idea, right? See, I think, I think, I think no matter what, Kai Kamaka won that. Well, not you're giving a 29, 28, or 30, 27. Kai Kamaka won that fight. So for Aye. me, it is a horrendous decision. Well, no, because it was close. I would have said it was close. But I know, I suppose it is a horrendous decision because I thought Kamaka won as well. I agree with you. But, um, um, I mean, you've seen Kamaka's face when they read that out, mate. Like, pure shock. Um, it was shocking. Uh, I honestly think it was shocking, mate. I really do, because it was such a... I think it was such a poor decision. How many people... I've not seen one single person think TJ Brown won that fight. TJ Brown, Paul, does he think he won that fight? He's corner. He's corner. Didn't think he won the fight. No one would think that TJ Brown won that fight, and it's just... It was a poor, poor decision. That was a fucking awful decision. I actually thought the one before it was a poor decision as well. I thought Botello beat Carolina as well. I actually thought the two of them were bad. I watched them. Did I watch them? I was this thingy with that one. I thought that was definitely tight. Obviously, Botello dominated the first round. Carolina dominated the second round. I think the third was about 50 50. So, either way, I could have seen that fight. I wasn't particularly fussed either way who I won that fight. It's not as bad, but I did think I had put I had Mateo when they read it out. I was a wee bit surprised. Listen, it is what it is, mate. But um, I disappointed for Kamaka, right enough. But um, anything else? The rest of it was all pretty ball standard. Disappointed by Bula. Kolaris looked good. Luma looked by me. Sam Hughes was a bit meh. I mean, the only thing annoyed about Kolaris is I fucking finished that fight. Aye. Apart yeah. from that, nah. There was there's nothing really yeah. else to talk about. It was all pretty ball standard, as you say, and there was. See if he just concentrated on actually smashing the guy rather than actually looking at the ref and going, come on, ref, come on, ref. He might have actually come out there. But um, yeah. one comment on Loma Lukwin, me, she's fighting in the rank sport, but she should be fighting Mai Tai because that's all she wanted today was that Mai Tai kick down the middle to the, to the stomach. Go and, go and fight Mai Tai. Do you get good at? Well, you get that... guys who just do boxing or just do wrestling, so it's... Mm. Or just do jiu-jitsu, so I don't think it matters. It's up to you to go and fight how you want to fight. One last thing before we move on. I don't agree with a fighter getting two bonuses unless it's completely and utterly deserved. I'm sorry, but Yuri Prochaska did not deserve a 100k bonus for that night. I'm yeah, I think considering how good a fight TJ Brown was versus Kamaka was, that was pretty disgusting, to be honest. I think it's pretty shit. I guess awful, mate. There was a couple of good fights on that card. Even Merab uh, Cody, I would have had ahead of Prochaska Reyes, mate. Um, I thought there was some, some great fights on that card. Even, I suppose, to an extent, even the the first fight of the night, it was a great fight. Kalara should have been my, but, you know, there was there was plenty of good fights on that card that better than Prochaska versus Reyes. Okay, granted, it went eight and a half minutes, sorry, nine and a half minutes, but, I mean, wow, Kamaka and TJ Brown will be, you know, gutted they missed out on a 50k bonus there because they definitely deserved it. And I'm sorry, but, listen, I love Yuri Prochaska and I think he's, you know, legit and I love watching him, but and I don't think he deserved 100k for that. So. <laughs> No, I mean, no, mate. Definitely not. Anyway, let's move swiftly on. Um, so, I didn't see any one championship, so Mark will lead the dance on that. So, we'll do PFL first. Seeing as we'll both well, one, then you can go into PFL, PFL, Bellator, UFC. Oh, really? Like. No bother. Like. Go on then. You've stepped up to the plate. I've not seen any of this, so up to you, big man. Um, I watched it that I Unlain Sang Unlain Sang I can never see his name I'm just going to go with Sang Lana Sang I am Mate He must be absolutely gutted To to be 
there can't be many guys who have lost their two titles to the same bloody guy. That must be horrendous feeling, man. Um, don't get me wrong, Derrider was... What he did was pretty... It was tremendous, mate. Um, I think I described to you earlier on that he shagged him for 25 minutes, which is the wrong use of phrase, but I felt like Unlun Sang had no answer to do what he did. And after the... I know this was... I know Derrida kind of stood in last minute to basically fight um, Unlun Sang after his opponent pulled out. But after the way the last fight went, you would have thought he'd have been working on that kind of idea, that kind of style to be able to combat that. Because I would have thought he would have wanted to go back down and win his title again at yeah. some point. Um, so for me, Howie'd absolutely no answer whatsoever to the Ridders' takedowns and just pure domination on the ground, man. He, he got up now and again, but he really didn't have any answers for it. And the Ridder was deserved one out. He was sensational. I, I think unless the UFC start flinging money at him some point soon, because um, let's be honest, we love one championship. We we highly recommend watching it because it's some tremendous fights on it. But there's still a step up from that, and it is the UFC. And there's a possibility for me that Derrida could go and make that step at some point, without doubt. But if he doesn't, he could be there for years dominating that title. He really could, mate. Honestly, he's, he was sensational. He was absolutely brilliant against Insane. Yes. Honestly, brilliant performance. Yes. Just to confirm with folk as well, by the way, we thought we said last week this was for the heavyweight belt. Um, it wasn't. Um, Topology still has it listed as the one heavyweight championship. It wasn't for that. So one like championship, I one championships weight classes are slightly different. So their middleweight championship is two hundred five. Their welterweight is one eight five. Their light is one seventy, and that's how it works. The names, the weights are the same, but the what they call the weights is different. So this wasn't two six five. This was two two five. This was the light heavy. The one that the Ritter won in October was the middle, the two hundred five. Um, because Brandon Vera, the big American boy, still holds the heavyweight because um, that's what the Ritter... <laughs> I love this, man. That's what the Ritter wants. The Ritter wants to go up and smash Vera after Vera defends, which I think would be... Imagine a triple champ. I mean, OK, you'd have to take one of them off him after it because he couldn't have all three because that's just mental. Um, but, I mean... He could do it, mate. He could easily do it. Especially, I think, um, Brandon Vera's got a fight and I don't think he's fighting... Um, is it RJ Buller, the other Buller? Mm-hmm. Um, he's fighting him so for me the Ritter definitely could do that because he's that good at that kind of part of his game it's just, it's just sensational um, I know Adesanya at one point spoke about being a triple champ oh, that gets shut the fuck that gets shut down aye well don't do me wrong I think he could be back at some point but I think the Ritter could be possibly one of the first triple champs in MMA mm-hmm. history, I really do, man. I can't. I can't think. I don't know. I presume there's nobody any others. I can't think MD and have that made. So. I can't think any others. You know, unless way back in the day, that Brandon Vera Arjun Buller fight is going to be class. Wait, that announced for the fifteenth of May. I know that probably on your news later, but to, to be honest, it was only a fight announced this week. I can't think any other fight. So that was probably my fight announced for the week. So it's been ruined. Anyway, go Eldy Alvarez. Yeah, mate. How Uk Ray Un Uk. Didn't finish him in that first round. I will never know. He sparked him, mate. He sparked him. It was sensational. What a knockout. Um, or what should have been a great knockout because Alvarez should have been done. Um, he smashed him on the ground. He somehow fought back. I thought the referee maybe should have called it. He didn't. Kept going. Alvarez got into the second. Pfft, aye, it was just as kind of one side in the second. Alvarez got into it as the second went on. 
and then at the third Alvarez definitely won the third round as well for me so it was a great performance by the South Korean it really was man it was brilliant I don't know where LD Alvarez is I don't know who LD Alvarez is but that third round was really really good so if he can actually maybe start quicker maybe Uke was just that good in the first round I don't know but um, I fair play to Uke man LD Alvarez was supposed to go over to one and I think be their champion, wouldn't he? That's what they wanted, and he's just not done anything over there. Do you kind of get so... the impression? Do you kind of get the impression that he kind of thought he was maybe something out there? He thought he was going to be the big guy out there. Oh man, sorry. I'm just I'm trying to watch that first round. I'm sorry, but that should have been stopped. That's a bad stoppage for me. That's, fast, that's an though. absolute shocker. I wouldn't blame I wouldn't blame Oak for that. That's an absolute. Sh- How is he still? He's still pounding him in the face. Sorry, guys. I just want after Mark said that, I just wanted to watch that on the side. Wow, man, that's mental. Um, I sorry. Back to my point. Um, Jing Alvarez went out there, kind of like Billy Big Bollocks, kind of like it's only one championship. I'm an ex UFC champ. I'm I'm the man. I fought in Bellator. Like, there's a high possibility, mate. I'm, I'm actually starting to wonder now if he's just trying to fight out his contract and just get fucking out of there. Because um, I, so. I feel like he's just taking fights week in, week out. Yeah. Uh, maybe he wants to just keep taking fights as quickly as possible. Maybe he's got five, six fights on his one championship deal. Get the five, six fights done. Because we said, it's only like three fights this year already. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's just trying to get it done. Maybe, maybe, some, maybe a certain championship named Bellator has had a word in his ear and I like look come back over here, Mister Chandler's away. We need somebody to fight fucking Pitbull. Get yourself get out your one contract as soon as possible and come and fight. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe I'm talking after Gash. I guess we'll find out soon enough. Um, I guess the only other thing to talk about, well, I suppose there's a couple of things you could talk about in this card, but um, big rug rug. This viral sensation got shut the fuck down. Yeah, but it was one. Of, it was weird, man. Big Krishenko threw the punch, bang on the bell. One of those ones. He's just literally, he's halfway there, and the bell goes, and Big Rugrug takes it right to the fucking throat. I've never seen a punch to the throat like that. I don't know. You were asking me previously, is it illegal? I've like, got a clue. Never seen anything like it. Um, I don't know. It was a weird, weird finish, mate. It really was a weird finish. It was a good fight up to that point as well. It was a cracking fight. Um, but aye, wonderful. Say wonderful. It was a wonderful punch if it's legal, because I don't know if it is. I presume it is, because that's how he's finished the fight. So, um, he got a TKO for that, so fair play. Oh, man. Big Rig Rig's a dangerous guy, so. It's funny, right? So, I'm just looking at the the one, the one rules, right? Um, oh, head stops were previously legal. Soccer kicks were also previously banned. So that's like they, they do follow the global MMA rule set and that includes throat punches, mate. So it's an illegal strike as well. So I don't really know what you do. I don't understand that. how like I think it says what is it? It gets the win for it. But I don't understand how you can get a win for it, Krishenko then surely it's a no contest, eh? It's a no contest, yeah, exactly. So I don't know what happened there. But anyway, um yeah. that finished that fight. And I thought I've got to watch Sage's wee sister or just to see what she's like, see if she's any good. Great finish, man. The armbar was fucking brilliant. She was kind of dominated against the fence to start with against Courtney Martin, but as she kind of came into the fight, she, um, aye, she's, I looked at her as a cracking finish, man. Um, fair play sure, man, getting that finish. I'm sure, really watched her. I'm sure I've watched her before, man. I thought she was really good the last time I've seen bits here. Um, but, 
who knows. But yeah, cool. Um, okay, let's jump quickly into PFL from the weekend, headlined by two ex UFC. Oh, wait, is Mal- Malanda fought in UFC, didn't he? Yeah, you were right. You just continued with your fans. I know, because I, I had him for funny thing that I fought in Bellator as well. I that's cool. Hoofed. Um, Curtis Melinda versus Rory McDonald, um, both ex UFC, both ex Bellator, now competing in the um, PFL. Do they call it welterweight? I guess they will call it welterweight. Yeah, the welterweight um, PFL championships. Rory looked good, man. Great finish, great start from him. Got Melinda down. Great finish, man. Honestly, it was just so cute. They went went right on. You go Curtis up. You get oh no, here we go. Arm in the neck. Finish your fight. Fucking lovely, mate. What a finish. Showed his class there. We've had experience as well, I think. No. Mm. Couldn't he couldn't he quite get the positions? What he does, you loosen your grip just a little bit, let the guy think he's got a full sense of security, and then boom, grab him again. I look good, man. Rory looked really, really shit hot. It's best I've seen Rory look in a while. The last couple of times he's fought, he said his head wasn't really in it. So good to see him back kind of doing his own thing, you know. But there's some class finishes on this man. Ray Cooper's finish as well against Jason Panier was brilliant. Big Antonio Carlos Juniors against Tom Waller. That came out of fucking nowhere. All of a sudden they were standing there, and then all of a sudden he's getting a a guillotine, you're like, what the fuck? Um, I know. Martin Hamlet as well, that was a sensational finish. That was an odd one, man. It was just, it was actually okay. a really good night of finishes and fighting, to be honest. Yeah, Cesar Ferreira's knockout and Nick Rorick was just ridiculous, man. Right, he's right, up, but cold, isn't he? Oh, that right, hook, that right hook, man, was just beautiful. Like an absolute thing of beauty, man. Brilliant. It's a good night, man. Honestly, I'm, I'm really enjoying watching PFL and one championship and stuff like that. It just proves that as much as UFC gives its gives MMA its name around about the world, it's not just not just the UFC out there anymore. Yeah. Right, cool. Um, wow, that took a while. <laughs> um, let's do a little quick look at the weekend coming up. Um, we've got UFC, which should have been headlined by Santag and Dillashaw, which is so devastating that that's gone. Um, a fucking headbutt, man. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, we also had... Uh, Diego Sanchez versus Cerrone. This thing is very bizarre, by the way. Have you read any of that? Uh, it's a bit weird. But we knew things were weird with Diego Sanchez, so... It was all with... I, I, I'd like to actually take some time and actually like read about it properly because I feel as if there's some stuff I've missed. Um, but looks like it's going to be headlined by Marina Rodriguez versus Michelle Watson, which is a good fight on paper. Two very, very good fighters. Um, <sighs> there's some alright stuff on this card. The main, the main card is pretty decent. First of all, fights the main card are pretty decent. Phil Hawes, Dawkins is decent. Freda Gillespie is a crap class fight. I think Maggie Neal should be a good fight. Even Rebass Hill will be a good fight. Um, so if they've hit you for four good fights, then they go, right, well, before the main event starts, we'll give you Ben Rothwell versus Philip Lins. And I'm like, really? Um, don't get me wrong, as you said, in paper, Rodriguez Watson looks like a good fight, but isn't he a fucking headliner, man? Let's be honest. I really hope. They're still talking about trying to get a cowboy fight, and I really hope they can get somebody for cowboy and maybe just fucking slide him right in there and a fucking headliner. Yeah. He's a name, I, you know what I mean? So, actually, one of my favourite fights on this card is the very first fight on the, the night. Um, Ludovic Klein versus Mike Trezano, mate. That's like, see, see if you're trying to branch out from being a casual or if you're new to this shit, you, you don't, like you're chasing names to watch, don't watch this, man. If you can get a hold of this, watch, I think that'll be a class fight. Which I sort of probably end up being absolute gash, but um, 
I am. Think about that. It'll probably be on the fight pass last year in winter. I'll probably be on the fight pass. If you don't have the fight pass, then oh, tough. But if you've got a fight pass and you don't watch the fight pass prelims, I would seriously suggest that you give this one a go because I think that's going to be a class fight. Definitely, mate. No, that should be actually a belter. I never even noticed that one, but I should back that in fight as well, mate. I'm really looking forward to Kyle Dawkins versus Phil Hawes, by the way. You've, you've absolutely nailed it there. Although I thought they were both light heavies, but. Can I ask you a question? Go for it. Is Zurich Adashev one of the worst records you've ever seen for a male UFC fighter? Well, I mean, yeah, it's not great for a U. It's the kind of record, no offence to Bellator, you would see on Bellator, but the thing is, he signed with UFC when he was 2 and 1. So, I would seen a row in Bellator. And sorry, he was 3 and 1 when he signed for. UFC, so he's maybe thinking that they've they've picked him up from Bellator, three and one, you know, decent three wins in a row, and then he's fought. Listen, look at who he's fought though. Look at the two guys he's fought: Tyson Nam and Sue, um, Sue Mudarajai. Um, I mean, these are and even Ryan Benoit. Like, wow, these are three like top fights for a guy. Um, I think it's not be his last fight unless he wins it. That's all I'll say. Yeah, I I can't see him doing much more if he can't win, mate. To be honest, but yeah. See, some good fights on it. I see, I'm really, some of them, I seem just actually take a wee minute. And Diego Ferreira versus Gregor Gillespie, man. Oof, that's a grapple-heavy fight if I've ever seen one. See, when you actually look at the fights that have been pulled from this card or been cancelled, it's fucking unbelievable. I know Cerrone Sanchez is a bit of a throwback, but it still would have been good fun. Holly Holm versus Julia Pena, Jimmy Fike versus Francis Figueredo, Modafferi versus Talia Santos, Santiago and Dillashaw. It's just... It's just all the good. I'm not saying all the good fights have been pulled off this card, but that's what it's about like. It kind of feels like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of them that have been, which is kind of gutting me. But listen, there's some good stuff on it. It's still some stuff to get excited about. Um, as I say, the first fight on the card should whet the appetite, and then you've got a couple of good fights on the main card. So should be all right, man. Should be all right. Yeah, my man, I'll watch it. UFC, so. Exactly. Actually, we were supposed to link into PFL there, weren't we? That's uh, fine. I'll let you go. Oh, hey, what do you want to do PFL or Bellator? PFL. Um, PFL. So, a couple of things on this card. We'll discuss them in kind of more detail. So, you obviously have, you have Kayla Harrison, who is the current 154, or the, the last 155 champion. You've got Ali Izayev, who is the last 265 champion. You have Fabrizio Verdum making his PFL debut at 265. <laughs> Mark's excited to talk about uh, Kamara Dean. Usman's big brother, and we don't mean big as in no. old, we mean big as in um, big as in huge. I mean, he is a big, big laddie, man. He is a, he's a monster. Not going to lie, man. He is a big boy. Um, I'm actually kind of excited to see him further, even though he had a brother, to be brutally honest with you, so there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, listen, there's some good fight. I don't know if they're good fights, but some good people fighting on the card, mate. Um Verdun. I think the, the 265ers look decent. I think Verdun versus Ferreira, that'll be a decent fight. Obviously, it'll be good to see the champion again, Ali Azar, as I have. Yeah. Um, good to see him. Buzzing to see Mohamed Usman, honestly, man. This, he's six foot one, and he, he usually, I think he's basically got to cut weight to make 265. This man is fucking huge. Um, sorry, I'll rephrase that. I read it at 245 in his last fight, so I'm talking utter bullshit there. But um, he's still a bad big boy uh, so it'll be interesting to see I'd imagine it'll be very wrestling heavy but you just don't know so um, it'll be interesting to see I've not seen anyone before but just going on pictures and different bits of pre-season stuff like that 
are buzzing to see him. Uh, you also got, as Scott called him before the show started, Big Titty. Um, one of the heavyweights, <laughs> Justin Wallace, former UFC fighter as well. He was actually called one. He's actually called Big Pretty, but he got called. I think it was. Oh, was it Mark Hunt? It was somebody that called him Big Titty, man. I can't remember who it was. Mark Hunt was a cheek to call him Big Titty. It was somebody, mate, or was it Tai Tuivasa or somebody? There was there was loads of stuff going on for ages, man. It was just. To be fair, you look at Justin Wallace, by the way. I'm not saying it was a loss for the UFC, but when you consider he was seven and one, and his only loss, his last loss was to Curtis Blades, who is arguably what the third best heavyweight in the world. It was uh, Curtis Blades that called him Big T. Was that so? <laughs> but it's, it, you can you, Justin Wallace has a good pedigree. He's a good fighter, so it makes that PFL division even more exciting. And you get a legend like Verduma in there and stuff like that. So the former champion or Current champions, I have. I it makes it interesting. Big Usman in there, Willis. I think there's there's four very good fighters in that heavyweight division, and I think it's going to be it's going to be a fun season, shall we say? So, you and I love an undefeated Balkan fighter, right? But I have an issue here. Yes. So, Julia Prajic or Prajic, right? She's born in Frankfurt, which is fine. We know plenty of people emigrated with the war and stuff like that. Not going to issue with that. Right, um, she says she fights out of Zagreb, Croatia, but I am pretty one hundred percent sure that that's a Montenegro flag. <laughs> so, like, can she, can she know decide here what she's doing? Maybe she's a to fair page. It seems a very Croat name to be fair. See, I thought that looked a bit Serbian to me. No, I just said Croat. I not the way, not, not the way with the the styling over the sea, mate. I don't know, mate. I, I, yeah, I thought me. I thought Serbians were more bitches. Bitches, that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. What about um? There's a few boys I'm thinking of. I can't remember who it was though. Don't know. Um, I just wonder if like she's got Montenegrin descent, but also born in Germany, but. Maybe what? Maybe her dad or somebody was from Zagreb, or I don't know. Or maybe she just trains in Grab as old fighting out of. Maybe she's just actually from Zagreb. Maybe, mate. Maybe she is. I want. She's six foot. Jesus Christ. Is she? Well, according to her topology page, mate. She's a welterweight. What? Uh, listen, hen. I'm sorry for slagging you off. Please don't. <laughs> please don't hurt me. My God. I'm looking forward to seeing her though. Uh, she could be. She's aye. I'm looking forward to seeing her. Mental man, mental. Right. Anyway, last thing. Let's be honest. Most of these, most of these females within the one fifty five division, they're fenced to them. Um, they're basically Jesus Christ. She's five foot four. Kayla Hansen, Harrison is fighting a five foot four lightweight. What size is she? <laughs> last weigh in. A last weigh in. A last fight was at flyweight. I look at her picture, she's tiny me. I think she's maybe just fighting for the sake of it. Fighting <laughs> for the dome, she's, she's, she's going to get ragged off, man. What I was going to say was, most of these girls, and they're fans to any of them, I'm sure they're all very good fighters in their day, they could always do some damage to somebody, probably me. Uh, they're all there as basically knockovers for Kayla Harrison, aren't they? Making yeah. the pick, because Kayla Harrison's the star, she's the sensation. Um, well, um, aye. 
Yeah, that's most, most of my there for. So it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. There's a couple there who are undefeated. Um, all right, one of them's 1-0. And, and Laura Sanchez, obviously, Paget is the 3-0 fighter. But, um, aye, we'll see. We'll see. Right. Uh, Bellator, last thing to look at for the weekend. Um, <laughs> one Arcalator defending his bantamweight title against Sergio Pettis. I don't think I've ever been so buzzed for a title fight in Bellator before. No, it's a cracker, mate. I really do. Um, I think that might depend on some way as well, kind of what Sergio Pettis turns up. Because you've seen him sometimes being, well, like, rank fucking rotten. Um, <laughs> Most, probably one of the most Scottish expressions you can get, rank rotten, but um, I, if he turns up and he performs at his best, then this is an absolute cracker of a fight. I actually could call it. I don't know who's going to win the fight, I think that's what makes it so good. I really do, man. It's a cracker. I love one Arcalita, man, because um, he's... I, I'm actually buzzing for this, mate. It's a class fight. Um, Arcalita's pretty much, other than his defeat to Patricio Pitbull, um, he's not been beaten since 2015. With a guy with a very unfortunate um, name. I think that only works in Scotland, as I know, or the UK anyway. Andres Punch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it only works here. Um, Anthony Johnson making his long-awaited Belter debut, not against um, Yo Romero, because Yo Romero, something with his eyes, I heard. You know, you and I had a discussion, you thought maybe he's been juicing a wee bit or something I'm like sure, that. I was going to say, I'm sure it's through his eyes. I'm sure that was the reason. Aye, that was the reason, mate, some through his eyes, which is a shame. Um, because he was being withdrawn from the light heavyweight um, Grand Prix completely, so that's that'll be disappointing for Bellator signing him and then no getting to use him straight away. Um, somebody filled in last minute. I Rafael Carvalho filled in last minute to fight Lorenz Larkin at one eight five, which is mental, but um. That's a good fight as well, by the way. Um, so a few good fights on this card. Patchy Mix, he was supposed to fight James Gallagher. Obviously, that fell through because Gallagher got injured. Um, fighting Albert Morales. Particularly put Paul versus Peter Crowley, but there's some MVP. will provide you some sort of entertainment on it. And versus Derek Anderson, there'll be something happening in that fight. Um, Henry Carales is on it as well. Logan Stolley's fucking sensational. As a wrestler, he's just fucking absolute class, man. I, it's... I, I, I think I said to you before we started the show that I think this is probably one of the best put together Bellator cards I've seen. I overall like like we've seen some great Bellator like main cards and we've seen some great Bellator like four or five fights. But see, as a complete card from start to finish, there isn't much on here where I'm going. Uh, really? Like there's there's a lot of stuff on here that's just like sleeper fights. Like Johnny Eblen seven and zero. Oh. You know, Ra- Ra- I don't know how he's Ralphie on Stotts, fifteen and one, fighting a guy who's twenty and three. Like twenty and three in MMA is an outstanding record. Like people, you people like obviously in boxing, that is people that's frowned upon. You must be undefeated on that shape of that. In MMA, fighting twenty three times and losing three times is absolutely one hundred percent acceptable. There's some really really good fights on this, mate. Even Peter Quilly versus Patricky Pitbull, absolutely brilliant card, mate. I would say it's one of the best I've ever done. And the fact that you've got somebody like Logan Storley and Patchy Mix, thirteen and one and eleven and one fighting on the prelims is just testament to how deep their divisions are in places because that's nuts. Definitely, I mean it's it's one of them it's one of the best put together cards as I say and I'm I'm actually really looking forward to it. Um 
usual jazz you'll get it on BBC iPlayer and the way BBC are doing it it's actually quite good especially if just watch it on catch up because you can pick the individual fights and it'll take you straight to it and you can sit and watch and stuff like that so it's really, really good that they've, way. they've set it up really really well which is really good um, I'm buzzing man I just watch. wish it was maybe a bit more of a, a not a British kind of point of view on it but you know what I mean just something you know what I'm trying to say yes I do understand what you're trying to say just the the I we could have British commentators for a start. That would be good. Sometimes get that, like you know, you the UFC, Did you know the UFC still do that? What? I'm pretty sure they still had used British commentators for a while. Can't tell you that. Apart from the the usual on this is fish. Oh, what's the boy used to do with Dan Hardy? Still does bits and pieces when it's in Europe and stuff like that. I can never remember that boy's name. Uh, Brad, not Brendan Fitzgerald, John Gooden. John Gooden, nah, he's pretty good as well, do you know what I mean? So I, I actually really like listening to him. So it'd be good if you could select that kind of thing, if they would be able to do a couple of different commentaries. I think that'd be really, really good for different Ain't parts cool. of the world, man. I think that'd be class, but... Definitely. Um, I, I'm looking forward to that. kind of wait till Friday night, actually, watch that, because it's good to see Rumble. Actually, that pet is class as well, so aye. No, it'd be good, man. I'm buzzing for it, mate. I'm actually, it's a really good card as they start to finish, so buzzing for the title fight as well. Can't wait. Okay, your favourite type part of the show, my man. Yeah, but there could be a problem. Hey. It's been a very quiet week, mate. Very, very quiet week. Um, obviously, you just start with the fight announcement of the week. Honestly, there wasn't a lot announced on this week. I couldn't really... F- I didn't hear much, couldn't see much. Um, Brandon Vera versus Arjun Billerback, that's probably my fight announcement of the week because it was one of the only fight announcements I've seen. Any yeah. other fight announcements I've seen were kind of unknown guys and stuff like that that maybe people haven't heard of and stuff. So that would probably be my fight announcement of the week. It'll be a cracker of a fight. Um, I think there was a lot of big things with Arjun Bullard within the UFC itself in the first place before he left to go to one. So um, he's definitely a very good fighter. So that should be a tough challenge for Brandon Vera. Um, Go to UFC, UFC 263, Arizona versus Vittori. Well, that's kind of already been made, but they're actually going to Glendale, Arizona. They're going to go to 19,000-seater indoor arena in Arizona. So um, another another capacity crowd. I wonder if that's maybe the way they'll do it. Um, we'll just do it by pay-per-view just now until things kind of calm down and less risk, I suppose, until you kind of just play it by year if that one was alright you know you can go into the next one do a pay-per-view again and stuff like that and then until everything's kind of more back to normal um, I just spoke about Yoda Romero being out uh, I spoke about Diego Sanchez out of the Cowboy fight they are looking for a replacement for Cowboy to fight but whether or not that will happen um, obviously TJ Dillashaw is out of this weekend I've spoken about that already um, which was really disappointing as I said but a really quiet week Couple of things I just wanted to think it was Miocic came out and said they plan to gain weight because he obviously wants to fight against Ngannou part three. He's like, I need another twenty pounds. I don't think he's going to get his trilogy fight though, so I think unless he goes to fight somebody else first, I can't see that happening. Um, I, I think he needs think, that trilogy fight, so I don't I think, think he needs that. I don't think twenty pound will help, to be honest. It doesn't help if somebody's just got to smack your face. That's the thing. No, no, I agree. I agree. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention was I quite Norma Dumont. She was a, a featherweight who came in, fought at bantamweight, 
missed weight a couple of times at featherweight, not featherweight, bantamweight. But she said her next fight will be at featherweight because she's missed weight a couple of times. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, the UFC got rid of most of her featherweights. Yep. So who the fuck's she going to be fighting? Well, she'll be fighting for that belt, I don't think. Well, that's my thoughts as well. So does that mean they're keeping the division open? And maybe maybe going to make a fight, bring somebody in, make a who? fight, and do one try and maybe get a featherweight title fight for Nunez. I was trying to work out in my head why they were still doing that. Who says that it's actually going to be a, in the UFC? We said our next UFC fight will be in at 145. Mm, maybe. I don't know, mate. I don't know. Unless she's fighting I'll, in the male, male division. I'll just try to work out. Surely not. If the least most. See, Megan Anderson was still there. You could go right. Well, they're going to make the Anderson Dumont fight. They've already fought previously, but they'll maybe make the fight again. Yeah. But surely they're not going to sign one fighter to make that fight. I just thought it was a bit weird. I was trying to work my heat why they were making that fight when it looks like the featherweight division is just going to get cut. Yeah. That's strange, right? Well, listen, maybe it'll come out in the wash and we'll find out eventually. Do you want to talk about Rachel Astovic? You know, first. Well, I mean, listen, I wondered if you were going to mention because Pedro Gonzalez signed for him as well. Um, another, you know, relatively good looking MMA fighter. Glamorous has her own fans page, like what Paige Van Zandt does and all that stuff. So I don't know, mate. Like, it's it's one of these ones. I just, I don't have an issue with Bare Knuckle. They do their own thing, right? I'm not a fan of it, right? But see, Bare Knuckle is boxing. Now, why, I don't understand saying people who can't <laughs> can box. This, this, the one reason why I was thinking of bringing this up is because I feel. No doubt these girls are making good money out of this. There's no death Ostevich and PVZ are making very good money out of bare knuckle boxing or bare knuckle fighting championship, whatever you want to call it. But I feel as well, though, they're, I'm not saying they're getting taken advantage of, but they're there for one reason and one reason only. Mate, they are getting taken advantage of. They're, they're two very good looking girls who will bring in a crowd and will bring people to bare knuckle boxing, and that's mm-hmm. it. And not for the one reason that you're insinuating, but also because they've fought in the UFC and they are names. Don't get me wrong, the reason you are insinuating is definitely one of them. You know, because, listen, people would love to see Paige Manzan fighting Rachel Ostovich again, and especially when it's just bare, when it's just fists, because they'll just beat love and share each other. But, uh, listen, mate, fair play to them. She was a free agent, bare knuckle of obviously when you fancy it, she's went, I, I just... I don't understand why you would put yourself through that if you aren't, you know, a very, very good boxer. No offence to Rachel Ostovich, but she's not known for her boxing. So, to me, it just strikes me as a bit odd. Can all be money, mate. I sat on top. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, just before you finished, I heard rumours today about Gaethje fighting, fighting Holloway. I wouldn't be complaining, but I don't see why. I don't see why either, but I just I heard some... Some mumberings, mate. Um, that that's what the plan is. Um, yeah, that's what I've heard. Apparently, Gaethje's team have asked for it. Fair enough. Yeah, so I thought you'd be asking for the winner of Chandler versus Oliveira myself, but there we he's go. He's probably pissed off that he never got that fight himself, but hey ho. I would have thought so, mate. I'd have thought so. Mm-hmm. Hey, is that you? That's my lot, my man. Nicely done. Right, guys, thanks as always for listening. We do very much appreciate it. We we broke a significant milestone in, in listens this week, so thank you very much for that. Um, we do appreciate it. Listen, get us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Inside Cage MMA. Um, have a good week, enjoy the fighting, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.